Let's get it rolling. All right, Cat Shack. Today we are welcoming in a very, very, very special guest, one of my oldest friends and a new PSL Panthers season ticket holder, Mr. Clayton Bruin. How's it going? Pleasure to be here. Yeah, man. Yeah, we're excited. We're excited to have you officially as a Panthers fan. Now, there's been some. You've always been a, a reasonable supporter, but you know, I think that putting your money where your mouth is is really the only way to to truly show your fanship. Unlike some people, like uh, Mr. Ryan Spence, who hmm. I've taken to probably fifteen to twenty games in his lifetime, and all he does is bash the Panthers, bash the draft picks, bash everything. So. I appreciate you. I appreciate you coming around. Yeah, no, absolutely. I know, uh, I mean, I don't want to dive too deep, but I know uh, week 11 we're hosting Cowboy Nation, so I'm sure Spence will be there uh, in the flesh, and we'll definitely have to, uh, you know, maybe put a friendly wager on something. Um, We'll we'll see if I grace grace him with a ticket. mm -hmm. He might have reached his final straw. But so this this episode is going to be mostly we're just going to roll through the schedule. We've got a lot of new – a lot of new updates going on with the Panthers, and I think the schedule looks pretty favorable. Uh, the over/under for our season is set at about seven and a half. Um, and it's interesting. So, you know, I mean, the knee-jerk reaction for me is, I mean, and I, I actually think I'm a relatively pessimistic guy, but after looking through it, and again, it's easy to everybody to act like they're going to be right in May, but I, I love the over there. Um, over. But we'll, we'll go through it line by line item by line item. I'll let you uh, kick it off. Sounds good. Game one of the season, Panthers at Falcons. Brew, what are your thoughts? Who do you like and right. why? Uh, so I know last year um, on the road, it was that crazy game where I think DJ took his helmet off and you know, we missed a couple of kicks down the stretch. I think we lost on the road, uh, 37-34, but we got our revenge at home. Um, if Desmond Ritter is the starting quarterback week one for the Atlanta Falcons, I almost think they're going to finish last in the division. Um, I think if Heineke's a day one starter, I feel a little less confident. But, I I mean, Bryce makes love to pressure. I think he's going to do well. The Falcons don't have a ferocious pass rush. I think it's going to be a lower scoring game. I think our defense is going to – um, look pretty solid under Evero's guidance. And I mean, I like a close field goal win, like maybe a 23, 20 early on. Um, I'm interested to see how the kicking position um, pans out for us. I was kind of interested in the rookie from Michigan, Jake Moody, who just has an absolute rocket launcher attached to his leg. Um, but who knows? We'll, we'll see. Um, kicking in the dome is relatively favorable, but I, I like us to start off uh, with a good early division win. I dude, I got to agree. I mean, the, I just think the the Panthers just get no respect. I mean, we we should have beat Atlanta last year with with PJ Walker, and I think you right. have to assume that at least we pray we pray to the Lord above that Bryce Young is is can be better player year one than than PJ Walker. And there's so much hype around the Falcons. I noticed they they have the exact same odds to win the division as us, which I just take as totally disrespectful when. You take into account that our defense is significantly better and that, I mean, we have Bryce Young and they have Desmond Ritter. So right. I'm with you on that. I'm going to, I'm going to let you guess here. Guess what that, what that line is set at right now. They already have the week one spreads out. All right. I would say that Atlanta, cause they're at home. I'm going to say they're a one and a half point favorite. 
It is Atlanta minus three. Okay. Which okay. I think is totally ignorant, um, completely asinine. So I will be throwing a sizable wager. Of course, week one. So I'm going to make a mega right. parlay, but I'll probably probably do a little straight bet on the Panthers there. And I'm thinking we should actually try to go uh, down to Atlanta for that game. Dude, yeah. it's I, I don't want to get to it uh, too early, but my wife and I, now that we have PSLs, we're trying to start a tradition of going to one road game a year. We already have our game picked out. I'll wait until we get to – that further on but hey i'm always open it's an easy drive right down i-85 the uh charlotte fc the soccer team actually just did the exact same thing on saturday and they brought over a thousand fans and they kicked atlanta united's ass which was awesome so fuck yeah well yeah week one man i i can't wait dude so all right let's uh let's move on to game two i mean i just think these really these first like five games the first five games of the season are so close and i really think it's going to define the whole season but week two Saints at Panthers on Monday night. Clay, what do you what do you think? I mean, as a fan, I think there's nothing more exciting than going to a night game. Um, whether it's playoffs, whether it's just a regular season game versus the Browns when they're both three and eleven, who cares? But there's just something about being underneath the lights, whether it's high school, whatever, that makes it a lot more electrifying. Um, I think Bryce is gonna prove all the haters wrong. I think we're gonna start two and L. Um, I like it to be a defensive struggle. Um, I think Derek Carr is going to throw a late interception. Um, and I think it's going to be first one to 20 wins. Yeah. And I, I like our chances at home. It's going to be a raucous crowd. It's on Monday night football. It's nationally televised. So, I mean, there's no reason not to be fired up. So I, I like us to start two and how about you? Agreed. I I agree. The the Saints the Saints stuff is also delusional. I mean, we have the Saints number. I mean, since Drew Brees is gone, I mean, they throw try to throw Jameis Winston and people out there and every time we play them, it's just they have no chance. I mean, we beat them at the end of the season with Sam Darnold throwing for like 80 yards, multiple right. interceptions, and we literally beat them. So Alvin Kamara, there's a good chance he will be in in prison, it seems, or at least suspended. I mean, the guy, something needs to happen with that. I mean, the video is Pretty bad. Obviously, it doesn't tell the whole story, but I anticipate Kamara potentially not being available for that week two game. Michael Thomas, of course, as we've touched on previous episodes, will have turf toe or or a hamstring issue probably after the first game. So I don't think we have much to worry about there, but... Yeah, and the, and the biggest on- thing I don't mean yeah. I don't mean to interject. The biggest thing I think with the Saints that a lot of people are forgetting is who's running the show over there. It's Dennis Allen. Yeah, it's not Sean Payton. He's not coming out of he's not coming out of, you know, he's with Denver now. It's not like they got some big name. I really do think that we have the hammer on all three teams in the division when it comes to coaching staff, even some of the advisors that have on our team. You know, we have uh, Caldwell, you know, obviously the OC Thomas Brown, he's coming in from the Rams. He's relatively unproven. But the people that they're do Staley as the running backs coach McCown, all these guys that are ex players that are loved in the locker room. So I really do think that plays a role in having 100%. that advantage in between, um, you know, the headset. So a hundred percent. And I just want to touch on one more thing with the saints and Derek Carr. Derek Carr was benched for Jared Stidham towards the end of the season. <laughs> yeah. He was graced with Darren Waller, Devonte Adams, arguably the Hunter best Renfro, your boy. Renfro solid. And Josh Jacobs had the best season last year of any running back in the NFL. And Carr's the end of result for Carr was a losing record, a failed season, and getting benched for Jared Stidham. So that's that's who New Orleans has. I don't want to act like they they get they made some huge signing. They're it's completely insane. 
I think he's going to be average to below average this season. But yeah, I we got Panthers. Totally Panthers minus one in that one, which I think is interesting. I think that's finally some respect that we're getting because there's not many games that were scheduled that were uh, favored to win. So, but yeah, right. I, I agree. Starting off two and zero, and then week three is where it gets interesting mm. with at Seattle, and I I think that obviously this could be a danger zone for the Panthers where Bryce Young's got to travel across the country, go play the Seahawks. So I think are going to have actually have a pretty good defense next year. Um, and I mean, when you look at their offense, I, I'm not sure. I don't think their offensive line is very good, which is really the only way I think we're going to be able to win the game is just getting to Geno Smith and not letting him when it's third and four, if he can just dink and dunk to lock it into Jackson Smith and Jigba all day, then we're going to have, we're, then we're probably going to lose the game. I think there's a chance we can win this, but to be reasonable, and I do think that I'm going to say we lose week three against the Seahawks and fall to uh, two and one. Yeah, no, I, I'm totally with you. Uh, I have this one slated as a loss. I mean, it's a 4.05 kickoff, which over there is one o'clock, but I've been to Lumen Field. I've experienced what that crowd is like as a 12th man, um, and it really is – I know it's comparable to probably Baton Rouge or to Oxford or, you know, Auburn, something like that for Bryce. But um, I think it's going to be a high scoring affair. I think we're going to struggle stopping their talent on the outside. Um, but I really think the biggest slept on player, I think Kenneth Walker is an absolute dog. I've been a Not big like Kenneth Walker. I used to watch him at Wake Forest, go into a couple of games. And I was like, damn, this guy's a savage. And then Michigan State, he popped off. And last year, I mean, picked him up off depth charts. The guy who picked up Kenneth Walker won our fantasy league, essentially. He like yeah. carried him to victory. No, so yeah, I, I think he's going to be the deciding factor. I think they're going to dominate the time of possession. Um, I think it'll be probably a 30 to 24. Like we'll keep it close, but I, I see us dropping this one. Yeah. All right. I'll guess the line on that one. I'm going to go Seattle minus four. That's pretty, that's pretty much right on. It's Seattle minus four and a half. So okay. I think I would, I think I would take Panther spread there. Uh, maybe a 24-20 kind of loss, uh, something right. close, but cool. All right, well, I guess we both got them at 2-1 and one so far, yep. and another super interesting game, another just toss-up. Uh, Vikings at Panthers. What do you think? Um, Yeah, this is a tough one. The, uh, so it's on October 1st, which is my wife's birthday, and the last time we both went to a game was against the Vikings, and they lost in overtime. Yeah. K.J. Osborne um, you know, caught that dragged his toes and caught the um, pass in the corner of the end zone. I'd like us to get a little poetic um, revenge. And I think we're going to pull it off in overtime. Um, it's going to be interesting to see if we can put the clamps on JJ. I know not many people can. And um, Hawkinson is, is a threat. If Dalvin cooks healthy, obviously it's going to be tough, but I Minnesota's defense just got torched down the stretch and obviously they went 13 and four. So it's hard to be too critical of them, but if you look, they at could like have the easily luck. gone. They could have easily yeah. gone ten and seven. Or exactly, like, that. like their point differential was equivalent to a team that went nine and eight, ten and seven. So they won a bunch of close games. More power to them. Um, but I like us to pull it off at home and start out two and zero at Bank of America Stadium. And also, by the way, uh, my brother told me that they're transitioning to it not being Bank of America Stadium. Did you in the next like year or two? Did you hear that? Yeah, I heard like the deals coming to an end so that there's probably going to be some some other bullshit on there. Maybe like Ally or something. Honeywell. Like Bojangles call it the Bobox. 
something like okay, that. Okay, that, that would dome. Awesome. I would like that a lot. <laughs> no domes. No domes, though. I'm anti-dome yeah. in Carolina. I think it's ridiculous yeah, no, the Falcons have a dome. I mean, if Buffalo doesn't have a dome, we should not have a dome. Yeah. I just don't. I, I actually like. I think a lot of like true fans like being at games in November, December when it's a little cold and it's just like it's just better. Like it's just kind of just ridiculous to just be it's sitting at seventy five degrees. Yeah, it's just it's just dumb. And I think it's just. I hope that. But Tepper seems like the kind of guy that would that is going to build the dome. With the I hate the game. transition to turf. I hate what they did. Um, yeah, all that also makes no sense. It's just like, isn't it pretty clear? Like the data is just clear that people will just get hurt more on turf, right? So I don't. Well, in the MLS, there's players no that won't even play. Like the star players in the league, like people that are on my cousin's team, they will sit out when they play on the select five or six stadiums that are turf just because of yes. the inflammation that causes the high risk for injury. So the fact that he's transitioned to that for concerts or to be a multi-purpose venue, yeah. I think is wild, especially if you're going to pour this much money into, you know, your not property, but your employees and you're yeah. not going to do whatever you can to prolong their careers and keep them healthy. I think that's uh, asinine, but that's just, yeah, stupid. it's so stupid. And Tepper's like the second richest owner of the NFL. So there's, there's really right. no excuse, but you know, whatever. I, I, I agree with you that we will beat the Vikings. Um, it looks like, sounds like cook's going to be gone, which I mean, I guess that's, that's a pretty big loss. I think, I don't think they appreciate cook enough and they're just ready to ship him off just cause he's maybe getting paid too much money and he's starting to starting to get a little older, but he was still pretty solid last year, and I like Madison a lot. I'm a huge Madison guy. I always got on my fantasy team, so he's going to pop off. He'll be a top-ten pick in fantasy next year if Cook gets traded. I really right. love that. But, yeah, the line on that one is Minnesota minus one, which I honestly is is more than fair. I, I didn't really yeah. expect the Panthers to be favored in this game. But, yeah, I'll take Quick. I'll take the Panthers moving to three and one. Quick interjection. Uh so with the Viking, I'm curious. Let's go top three helmets in the NFL. I'll be quick. I've always loved the Vikings. The Matt Purple, I think, is just unbelievable. I think the Vikings, yeah. give me the Bengals, and then yeah. to mix it up. I just like the classic silver and black, the Raiders. I think the Raiders is awesome. But uh, I'm just curious, like, because the Vikings always stand out to me. Like, they just look crisp and clean and um yeah, the, the the Vikings have the Vikings have elite elite jerseys for sure. I, I think honestly, this might be kind of a you know, not not a common opinion, but I like the Jags. I just like the Jags logo, and I just like I yeah. just like what they have going on. So I'll, I'm gonna put not the Jags. Not the color rush puke yellow no. jerseys though. Those no. are the worst. No, none of that. Cardinals have one of the worst. I, I'm trying to think what else. I mean, I honestly kind of like the Browns jerseys. That's also might be something that hmm. people are. I it's kind of like just like different color Penn State, where it's just very simple colors. Yeah. Sometimes not even a logo. I just kind of like that. Um, but yeah, that'll that's that's some of my favorites. But um, all right, let's look at the next, the next game. So we we we're here. We're we're in we're in agreement here. Three and one start, which a lot of people are going to listen to this and think that it's just complete ignorance. But hey, it is what it is. Okay, next game, Panthers at Detroit. Uh, I think this one could get ugly. I think they're going to get more than revenge on us. Um, from for last year's just. You know, we pounded the rock down their throat, and I think that Dan Campbell is going to come ready to bite some kneecaps off. Um, I think they're going to run up the score. I think this is going to be pro- – I'm predicting right now, looking at it, I think this is going to be our biggest loss of the year. Um, wow. Yeah. I, 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 you know, just looking through it, I'm, I like to see the Lions uh, competitive. Watching the hard knocks last year made me 
you know, a secondary fan. So, but yeah, I just think this is a tough matchup. They have weapons all over the field. I do think they are getting a little bit too much love in the press in terms of Way their betting much. odds. Um, and the fact that they're opening, they're the opening game against Kansas City. They're um, going to get fucked up. Which is, which is crazy. Uh, but they they're made some 37, 30 to 34 to 20 final. Kansas yeah, City that's, will that's smoke more them. than fair. Um, especially if it's in Arrowwood, which I'm, or I'm imagining that's where it, Arrowhead, sorry. Um, Arrowwood's a street in Charlotte, but, uh, yeah, no, I, I think this could be, could be tough. I think Jared Goff's going to throw for three tutties and I think David Montgomery and, and Gibbs will, uh, torch us, but Montgomery's three, hey, three and two through the first five. And it's, I don't want to say it's a murderer's row, but it's definitely not the easiest start of the schedule. Yeah, and I, this start is. To, soften up in the next couple of weeks. So yeah, it starts to get easier down the line, but I, I think that this is where the Panthers shocked the world and, and okay. put everybody on notice. And we absolutely embarrassed the lions last year. And, you know, I hear about the, the lions, these weapons, these weapons. Okay. Jameer Gibbs is, is new. He's, he's, he could be pretty good. Montgomery like is nothing. I have no fear of Montgomery. He will run up the middle, average three yards a carry. He will do nothing all game. And, and then the receivers, I mean, I, I love Amon Ra. Amon was a great player, but, Jamison Williams suspended. Who else do they have? They lost Chark. They lost Hawkinson. They drafted Don't forget a rook- Tim Kennedy lacrosse legend, who's probably oh. going to end up being a Hall of Famer for the New England Patriots. Watch out for Tim Kennedy. <laughs> Put him on your fantasy football radar. Um, he's yeah. in the same vein as Chris Hogan, uh, Edelman, all those cats. Well, Edelman was actually a beast, but. Yeah, but wait, is he on the Lions or the Patriots? He's on the Lions. He's on the okay. Lions. But if he's he will on, if he be beats on, he's going to get good and then go to the Patriots. Yeah, if Tim Kennedy, you know, is the reason that the Panthers lose, then I'll, you know, I'll just have to accept that. But I, I just think the Lions and like their defense was the problem last year. Their defense wasn't very good, and I mean, the only thing I can think of is they okay they well they got they got Gardner Johnson from the Eagles. He's pretty good, and then I guess they. Drafted they, the best linebacker in in the draft as well, but okay, maybe they'll be a little bit better. But I'm I'm not particularly worried about you know about their defense. I'd say it's an average or below average defense based off what they were last year, and they didn't. It's not like they signed Aaron Donald and Miles Garrett, so maybe a little bit of improvement. But I'm not that worried about that, and I think their skill group overall is pretty average in the NFL. For you know across the board, I'd say it's pretty average, and I think Jared Goff is an average quarterback and I get their O-line is good. It seems to be the strength of their team, but I mean, I, I just think the Panthers are going to get this, going to get this win, move to four and one, and then just go into next game, which is at mm-hmm. Miami. Um, And this is when I think everything uh, turns for the worst. Really? We, yeah. I'm sorry. You we, go. Yeah. I mean, we, I mean, I think the weakness of the whole, of our whole team besides our receiving core is not great. I don't care what anybody says it. It's bad. I think, but is the is the secondary um, our, our cornerback depth is is awful. JC is great, but he gets banged up a lot, as you've shown it the first two seasons. And behind him, I mean Dante Jackson's coming off an Achilles. I don't even know if he's how many games he's going to miss. And the rest of the, the rest of the guys we got are are people who after their after their contract is ended with Carolina, they may never play in the NFL again. And Keith Taylor, CJ Henderson, oh, he's so bad. These guys, these guys are awful. So they're they're going to be out there playing. And when you're going against Tyreek Hill and and Jalen Waddle, I don't see. I just think that that's when reality comes and uh, puts us in our place. Um, but we're still sitting there at four and two. So but I'll let you it, go. Yeah, no. If Keith Taylor is playing significant minutes for the Carolina Panthers, we I mean we we have no chance. I mean down the stretch that game against Tampa, Mike Evans made him his bitch. 
and just dad sunned him on those. I mean, it, it was unbelievable. That guy should be out of the league, should never play again. Um, I actually am a little bit more optimistic. And honestly, it's completely predicated on the health of the quarterback position. I like Tua a lot as a guy. I think he's a decent NFL quarterback. Um, I, I just think it could be Mike White starting. Um, week six, Miami doesn't have a great home crowd. I think we'll probably travel decent just because we're going to be have a winning record. Um, I like it to be a close one, and I just think Tua down the stretch is going to, if he's playing, is going to make some mistakes. And while they may have some explosive plays, I don't think – if J- Jalen Ramsey was this – you know, unbelievable, you know, top of the line cornerback two or three years ago, I really think he's fallen off. And I think now that he's going to be living in Miami, which I know is pretty comparable to LA in terms of party and, you know, nightlife and all that kind of stuff. But I just don't think their defense is going to be locked down. And I I think this is actually going to be a big bounce back spot for Bryce. Um, So I like us just like you to be four and two, but maybe a a close like 30 to 28, kind of a weird like two point win. Um, I like that. I yeah. like that. I, I appreciate the optimism there. I, I like that. All right. Well, four and two. I mean, if we're four and two, if we actually end up four and two through those first six games, I'm 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 going to be very happy. But and then I think that it gets really juicy after this. I mean, two awesome back to back home games. First against the Texans, CJ Stroud coming to town. And then the following week, we got AR-15 coming to town and i think by that by that time we'll have a pretty good idea of course it's john moran's the quarterback but... for the indianapolis colts sorry but, too soon i uh, don't know i don't think it's too soon but um i i think we'll know i mean it's gonna be really interesting to see like did we make the right decision i mean we're gonna see him go head to head um i mean i just i think it, i think these two are pretty simple i'm just gonna i mean w and w is W and W. We're ain't, we ain't losing to the Texans at home. I don't care if Stroud throws for 300 yards. The Texans are still they're not a good team. Right. They were at all. They're one of the worst rosters in the NFL. I actually think that Stroud's gonna be pretty good, and I think Anthony Richardson could be amazing or awful. There's you know we, we, who knows with that, but I I think these are two easy Ws. What, what what say you, Clay? You mentioned when we were talking about a dome earlier, you talked about Buffalo Bills and their fan group is called Bills Mafia, right? I think for the Texans, I think it may be a little Mills Mafia. I think either Stroud is underperforming or he's injured. I don't want him to get injured. He seems like a good dude. But uh, regardless, I don't care who they throw out there. We're getting the dub. I will say this. I do think that Houston has a relatively bright future, not because of the – trades they're making i think D'Amico ryan's just listening to some interviews from um, his time at san francisco and listening to how the players revered him fred warner nick bosa you know elite players that said he was the best coach i've ever been around i think houston has a chance to be competent and competitive in the next four to five years and i think that's all they can ask for um i think they gave up way too much in the will anderson trade um you know to get an edge rusher but who knows if he's the von miller or, you know somebody like that, it's, it's all worth it. But I like us to get the win um, against Houston. And then Anthony Richardson, I think could, I mean, obviously everyone's saying he's either boom or bust, which is pretty, pretty evident, but I, I think he's not going to be polished um, come week. What is that week? Week nine versus Indy. Um, I like us to get a relatively easy dub. I know they have Quentin Nelson and their defense is pretty solid. Jonathan Taylor and the boys, but 
Um, I like us to be six and two, which honestly is kind of hard to believe. Insane, yeah. And I, it's, start, it's starting to sound ridiculous. Exactly. <laughs> but I really do think, I mean, that stretch from week eight, week nine, week 10, it's Houston, Indy and Chicago. What Indy picked fourth Houston picked yeah. second and in Chicago had the number one pick. So, I mean, you're yeah. playing three of the four worst teams in the NFL. If you can put yourself at least 500, through week six. If we can be three and three going into the Houston game, I think we're right where we need to be. Um, Cause yeah. I don't think anybody's going to run away with this division. I mean, no. Tampa sure as hell isn't Atlanta. I have no faith in, in new Orleans. I haven't looked at their schedule, but no way they'll have more than five, you know, they'll probably be four and two at best. So um, yeah. And then it really sets the table for a Thursday night game. You want to, which is, which is to me the most juicy, it's juicy. the most juicy game of the season. Cause since that, since the trade for the number one pick, it's just on Twitter, just the bears fans are just really, really, really annoying. And maybe, maybe they flip. I mean, time will tell like if, if the trade was actual, actually worth it. I mean, I, I, I think that Bryce young is going to be better than Justin Fields. I mean, as the number one pick and what we give up for him, if he's not clearly better than Justin Fields or like, pretty evidently and early on, then I it probably was a mistake. But yeah, Chicago's favored by two and a half at home uh, on mm. Thursday night. And I, I think that it's just, I mean, I just don't get it. I, I don't understand it at all. Um, I think this is a beatdown kind of game. I think this is a, a defensive statement <laughs> from Brian Burns, JC, and the boys. We go in there on Thursday night, probably wearing the sick black unis maybe some cool maybe the cool blue alternates for thursday night you know give the nation what they want i mean there's going to be a lot of talking to this game panthers coming in six and two just everyone just can't believe what's happening we're the talk of the town we're the darlings of the nfc are we the number two contender behind the eagles because there's really nobody else that's going to be the conversation and we're going to walk in there and bryce is going to take it personal against justin fields and just say i'm here and you're nothing you're a nobody you're a clown. You were the worst passing quarterback in the entire NFL last year, and we're here. We're here to stay. And I think the Panthers win in like a like a thirty to 16, 30 to seventeen mm. kind of just beat down. I I love it. It's funny when I went through this initially, I actually had this kind of chalked up as the letdown spot. Um, okay, I think a fair. Thursday night quick turnaround after two relatively easy wins on the road. The one thing about Chicago, and I think this is going to be the kicker game, this is my prediction. This is when, if it's Zane Gonzalez that's out there, I think he's going to struggle. I mean, Soldier Field is literally right on Lake Michigan, right? And it gets gusty 25, 30 miles an hour. They call it bear weather once November rolls around. And if they're competitive, if they have three or four wins, if they're four and four, I think the crowd's going to get into it. They're going to be wearing those ugly-ass all-orange uniforms, yeah, looking like terrible. Tootsie Pops out there. I uh, hate it. But – I actually think this is a letdown spot for the Panthers. I, I hope that I'm wrong, um, but I think we're going to miss a kick or two, and I think we're going to lose a, a 23-17. I just don't see the final score ending with a three as the first digit. Um, but, yeah, this is the one that we kind of differ on pretty significantly, but I, I I like us to to drop this one and go six and three. Well, that's – I mean, it, it's you know, we can't win them all, so I, I get that. I just think that – I just think that, like – I mean, talk about the cold weather and Bryce Young's maybe not that used to that. He's a California guy, played Alabama, whatever. But Fields, that was one of the the, the yeah. storylines with Fields last year was kind of the same thing. And I don't, I mean, I actually don't like that they got Foreman. I have a lot of respect for Foreman. I, Foreman was great for us, and he, they just got him for nothing. They got him and Herbert, and I think they 
they might have got somebody else. Maybe they drafted somebody um, that was pretty decent. I, it's I can't think of it right now, but I mean they they, they better be able to run the ball, or the, I don't think they're just going to be able. To, I don't think they're able to score. Well, their best points. running backs number one. You know, their best running backs, Justin Fields, and I really think yeah, we're going to struggle to contain him. I just don't think our linebackers can be able to spell spy him. Luvu. Yeah, I like Luvu, but I mean, can he stay on the field? I know he has off the field stuff. I mean, I know he had some domestic violence uh, issues. Really? Dude, well, I've never even heard of that. That's crazy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Frankie yeah. Luvu um, got into it. So I'm looking at the Chicago Bears <laughs> running back. Foreman, Herbert, um, Rashawn Johnson from Texas. Okay. Is who they is who they drafted? Yeah, when in the fourth round, um, Texas. I'm guy. not going to act like I know too much about him. I know he was kind of the he, spell. He played round. a lot. He played a decent amount with with Bijan, which is interesting. Yeah. But all right, uh, we got about ten minutes left on this on this call that it's led me do. So let's let's move okay. on to the the next one, which is Cowboys at Panthers. I'll just mm. I'm just going to count this one as a loss. It, it's a loss. See, they they, they don't scare me. Um, I think their fans are going to infiltrate our stadium, unfortunately. And of course, um, yeah, I, I have this one talked up as a loss as well. I, I I don't trust Dak. I don't trust Big Neck, Mike McCarthy. But I just think they're uh, they have too much firepower, and Tony Pollard's a savage. He is. Yeah. Okay. So all right, we're in agreement there. I mean, this next one, this I can't believe this Panthers at Bucks. The Bucks are favored by one point. That's the bet of 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 a lifetime. Is it not Tennessee next? Is week twelve? Oh Tennessee? no, you're right. No, you're right. Yeah, yeah, I skipped one. It's at Tennessee. Tennessee also minus one. And I'm going to go ahead and same thing with with Tampa. I think we're going to beat the Titans. Oh yeah. Derrick Henry's getting worse by by the game. He's getting worse by the game. And if we shut him down, it's over. They're not going to be able to score any points. I'm not even sure he's going to be there. I mean, I listened to Bustin' with the Boys with Taylor Lewan and Will Compton, and they talk about Derrick Henry was on there a couple weeks ago, and he's unsure about his future. Uh, yeah, I, I think Vrabel's an unbelievable coach. I think it's going to be a low-scoring battle, but I just don't see – they don't have any weapons. Talk about a team with no weapons. I think they have the worst weapons in the NFL, period. 100%. And I don't even think it's close. Um, so I like us to grind out a 19-13 to 13 win um, and then move on to Tampa and – Week 13, so this is the game that I will be in person at. Uh, we'll be repping my blue Bryce Young jersey. I feel weird buying a jersey of somebody younger than me, but I figured he's going to be the franchise cornerstone for the next 10 to 15 years, so might as well hop on it. But, uh, yeah, I like us to tor- torch be- Baker Mayfield and the boys. Yeah. Could be Kyle Trask. Who knows? I think if Todd Bowles, the head coach, there it's going to be an absolute dumpster fire. Um, I know Levante David wants or Devin White wants out. Levante, there's a lot of turmoil in the locker room. Um, so I, I I like us to win and win big against Tampa. Yeah, I agree. We'll as simple as that. Simple as it's Baker Mayfield or, or Kyle Trask. I can't believe the receivers aren't demanding a trade. I mean, Godwin and Evans are. I mean, Evans is definitely reaching the end of his prime. It's a couple of good years left, and Godwin is. Probably right in the middle of his prime. So if I were them, I'd be begging, begging to get out the door. Maybe to Carolina. They'd be a great fit in Carolina. We that. could use it with an established number one who's not like Thielen, who's, you know, I love him, but he's, he's his legs are going to fall off soon. Um, so this right. is after week 13. I've got him at eight yeah. and four. Do you have him at nine and three? Is that what you have him at? Yeah. Yes. Which again, the delusions, I don't even think it doesn't sound that crazy though. You know, you want to. It doesn't. But I do have them losing the next game, which is at New Orleans. I do, I'm just going to, you know, I, it's a little unreasonable to expect to go 6-0 and in the division. So, I mean, do you agree there? Do, do you have Saints? Yes, Saints I have this as a yeah. loss. I think Kamara and his boys are going to corner um, one of our studs and break break his knees or 
get him with the shiv or something, something like that. Something, uh, you know, <laughs> illegal is going to transpire. And I think uh, that Superdome gets crazy loud. Their fans are wild. Um, I think they're going to be pissed after, you know, us punching them in the mouth week yeah. two. So um, I like us to be eight and five after the Saints game. Um, That's fair. Yeah. And then uh, so there's four games left. The next game is. Atlanta comes back to town to face the Panthers in Charlotte. Um, I mean, really, for the, all the same reasons that I that I like the Panthers week one in Atlanta. I, I I mean, there's not much else to say. I just think that we're just a much better team than Atlanta. Better defense. Atlanta does have a good secondary. They've got a lot of good players in the secondary. They have Akuda now from uh, Ohio State and Detroit. Yeah, I mean, so but uh, if it's still Ritter by then or Heineke, I still just think we're just going to win that game. So I got us going to God ten and ten and three. Yeah, 10 and 3. I can't okay. stand Atlanta. They're my least favorite team. I think their fan base is absolute dog shit. We went to a oh, game when we were living down in Georgia, and both teams were bad. It was Halloween. You thought there'd be some, you know, crazy outfits or whatever. It was 35,000 people in that nice ass stadium. I mean, it was nobody there. They'd only show out if they're competent, which I think is pathetic. And I like us to curb stomp them. Um, I love it. Week 15. I like it. All right, let's move on to week 16. Packers, Jordan Love and the gang coming to Carolina. Clay, start this one off. Christmas Eve, 1 o'clock. It's going to be a packed house. It's going to be a sought-after ticket. I don't know where they're going to be at. I would imagine they're probably going to be around 500, if not worse than. I mean, they have a good team. Uh, Aaron Jones, uh, you know, I mean, they have some A.J. Dillon, the quad father. Um, But, I mean, if Jordan Love's at the helm, there's no way he's going to be above competent. Um, again, I, I like us. I think this is going to be the loudest that the stadium has been in a long time. Maybe a little snow, maybe a little inclement weather. Who I knows? So. I know the Packers may like that, but hell, we like it too. So I, I like us to get the double-digit wins on Christmas Eve and to have some uh, hard eggnog with the boys to celebrate. We'll be uh, getting after yes. it in the tailgate lot at uh, at Scott Dow's place. So Yes, yeah, I, I totally agree. Green Bay's favored by one here. I, I just think, I mean, their receivers are, are not, you know, not great. I think one Watson came on like big okay. at the end of the season, but like I don't, that was with Aaron Rodgers. So I don't really believe it. I, I had faith in Dobbs on my fantasy team for about three weeks, and that was com- just completely idiotic. And he fell. I'd rather have Juliet than Romeo. Yes. Romeo Dobbs is nothing. He He's, he'll have. 411 yards and three touchdowns next season. So I'm not worried about the Packers. I think that's a win. And then the last loss of the season that I have for the Panthers here is week 17 at Jacksonville. I just think there's no way we can stay this hot. And I think that we lose against Jacksonville. Yeah. I mean, you mentioned, uh, you mentioned their jerseys and then they also have the, uh, the hot tub and, in, you know, in the stadium somewhere, I think there's going to be some boys pounding some Miller lights and keeping it rowdy. I think they're going to be good. I think they're going to win the division again in the AFC South. Um, yeah, I like us to lose. I think Doug Peterson with his visor, I think he's a good ass coach. Philly should have never left him leave, even though I know Sirianni's a dog too. But yeah, I like us to to drop this one and then uh, move on to Tampa for Week 18. Yeah, I totally agree. And then Week 18. At home against the worst team in the division, in my opinion, easily easy W. I, I at this point, I have, I mean, I had to have their record so good. The only way we lose this game 
is if we're like already mm-hmm. locked into our playoff position, we rest starters. And it's insane. The, mo- the over-unders at seven and a half and people are loving the under and people are Bryce Young had one practice and there's already memes of him. It's a joke. It's the team is already a big joke. And I think that it's just, they're just going to really take it out on the rest of the NFL this season. We've the players that have been there have had enough of the losing the mediocrity and I think that we just make a final statement at home against fucking Baker Mayfield and just end his career for the final time. The Buccaneers will draft a quarterback. He will never, ever have a chance to start in the NFL again. We're talking over-unders. I think the most interesting over-under of the whole year is how many batted balls Baker Mayfield is going to have down in Tampa. I mean, they talk about Bryce having issues. We're going to play out of the shotgun a lot. I mean, this guy, his height hasn't changed. He hasn't shrunk yet. He played against an nfl size line at Alabama. I mean, every guy that he that blocked for him was 6'5", 320. It's not like this yeah. is any different. Um, people just want to clown him, and I love him. I think that we – people were clowning us for the trade with Chicago. I've been – on board defending Bryce and defend. If you don't have a quarterback in this league, we have no choice. We have no choice, but no choice. And this is the one time that I feel like it's rejuvenated fan base. I mean, people in the office, water cooler talk, everyone's talking about the Panthers, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, even people that don't know anything about football are chiming in. So I love us to curb stomp and win the division at 11 and six. Wow. All right. Well, the dust has settled. I have the Panthers going 12 and five and the brew dog, has them going eleven and six now? Any, Playoff matchup but, thoughts? I mean, there's really nobody in the NFC that I don't want to play except Philadelphia. I don't San see. Francisco? I don't think. Oh uh, yeah, that's yes. That add that number two on the list. But I think that if we play our best and Bryce Young lives up to his potential and plays like very very good for his expectations his rookie year, that we could be, you know, a top you know a top four team in the NFC. I say we host the Vikings, beat the Vikings at home. Then we have to go and travel and play Philly, and I think we drop and lose to Philly. That that yeah. That's my prediction. That's fair. All right, Brew. Well, this meeting is about to run out of time, but that's all. That's our rundown of the season. Brew, appreciate the time. Thanks yeah. for coming on. We'll, we'll get you back soon. Thanks, Beat Out. Looking forward to pounding some beers with you. That's a tailgate lot. So. Sounds good, buddy. All, all the right, best. Take it easy. See you. Bye.